Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Primate Cast. I'm your host, Andrew McIntosh, and with me in the studio is sharpshooting summer intern from Texas, Sophie Bernstein. Howdy, y'all. Today is July the 31st, 2014, and we are moving on to this, the fourth installment of our coverage from the Japan Society for Animal Psychology annual conference that happened on July 19th to 21st of this year. And here we're going to talk to a scientist from Poland named Dr. Maciej Czoryan, who's a professor in the Department of Animal Behavior and the Faculty of Science at the University of Warsaw. And he's working in the field of comparative psychology. Yeah, it was really cool, this Congress, as we mentioned before, uh, having so many invited speakers. And here's one of the, the few that was actually invited from Europe and obviously the only one from Poland. So at some point during the interview, you'll hear, hear him talking about how his general work and research paradigm fits in with the maybe the general context of science in Poland. In addition to topics uh, related to his main research, which focuses on lateralization. He's going to start by telling us about his work, which he refers to as functional asymmetry. You know, uh, functional asymmetry, the brain, is uh, something uh, typical of, uh, in the in animal kingdom. And uh, we have two types of lateralization, uh, the brain function, uh, the motoric and sensory. Uh, and we uh, try to find um, uh, behavioral, uh, in behavioral indicators of uh, uh, this process. So we stopped Machi here so he could give us a few examples on how to illustrate laterality. Well, well for example, in motor lateralization, uh, for people about 90% more than 90% is uh, right-handed and uh, for example for, for the cats or or chimpanzee this proportion is is uh, another and uh, we uh, um, using the orienting response uh, with uh, mm, uh, mm, lateralization sensory lateralization we use uh, sounds from behind, directly from behind the, the, the head. And the people and the animals uh, use uh, in, innate uh, reaction, innate response, turn uh, head left or right. Listen the more than le left ear or right ear. And, and this is the indicator uh, this this uh, lateralization uh, for example when the people talk behind us uh, we turn by by right uh, we won't listen this right ear because we more need left hemisphere to analyze this but when the when the stimulus are dangerous for example Thunder, uh, we innate uh, a response to to the to the left ear, uh, turn the left, and and we analyze this uh, in in the right hemisphere. So at this point, I kind of wondered whether or not, for example, if humans are right-handed or left-handed, does that translate into you know the other um, similar lateralization for other processes in the brain? Um, and does that also happen for other animals as well? No, 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 no. It's a motoric lateralization is an independent process. 
and sensory collateralization is, is an independent process. So Machi's going to get to it later in terms of uh, how his research is approached in a comparative psychology perspective, but first we wanted to kind of get more into the factors that might drive the evolution of this lateralization in the brain in terms of maybe looking at some ecological factors and some examples of that. Yeah, so this was a conference on animal psychology, but of course, it's still really important to find ecological relevance in the studies that researchers are doing in the lab. And so this is one of the areas that, again, Maciej will talk about later, his own research paradigm. But in his abstract to this conference, I was interested because he did mention the idea of sleep and how lateralization can be related to sleep in animals. And so the example he's going to give right now is how um, different hemispheres of the brain can operate during migration in birds and also even just regular sleeping behavior in birds. So here he is on that topic. Okay, in, in, in uh, some kind of birds, uh, uh, they have uh, uh, something like this. Uh, they can use half, uh, half uh, brain for, for, uh, for example, looking for, uh, for the, uh, the road uh, in the fly and second uh, half of the brain is sleep and uh, for example this trip have 10 days in the air and the, the, the birds uh, sleep and uh, uh, changing the, the hemispheres, left or right hemisphere, and uh, uh, all the time the, the animal is uh, on, uh, on air. Sometimes, uh, for example, uh, um, uh, birds uh, sleep on the, on the ground, and this is the same uh, situation. Uh, one eye is open and looking for the dangerous, and second is closed. Uh, one half uh, a brain sleep, and one is conscious. So it was interesting to hear from Machi about the selective pressures that might drive the evolution of laterality. Yeah, it was pretty cool, and. Uh... One thing that he, he did say uh, a little bit later was um, quoting Dobzhansky and saying that nothing in biology makes, makes sense except in the light of evolution. And for Maciej, that also extends to the field of psychology. So now he's going to start talking about his, uh, his specific research, uh, what he's doing in Poland, the University of Warsaw, starting with some of the work he does in the field. In the field, we generally uh, work with uh, uh, animals like squirrels, butchers, um, uh, amphibians like uh, newts, and we looking for the um, uh, response to the novelty in uh, environment, novelty stimulus. And we're looking for the migration uh, path, for example, for for uh, amphibians, uh, for for newts, uh, because we believe this is our hypothesis. Uh, uh, the um, uh, uh, the even um, uh, amphibians, even newts use some kind of cognitive processes to, to uh, get the road uh, in good direction. 
Did he just say newts? Yeah, I think he did, talking about cognitive process and newts. So we kind of had to force him to elaborate a little bit on what he means here. Typical, uh, uh, he, uh, they used um, hygrotropism uh, to, to move in a good direction, but we observe the amphibians going up to the plants and looking mm. and go down and, uh, and continue wow. the roads and we prepare uh, artificial, uh, artificial plants they are completely dry and we make with uh, changes with, with um, uh, environment and uh, now we starting uh, one years ago we start uh, the research uh, with the artificial uh, plants uh, uh, to 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 looking for the the answer if uh, if they will be used this artificial uh, uh, plant uh, maybe it will, will be um, mm, uh, um, means uh, that not only uh, hygrotropism is uh, important in in this uh, uh, movement in this uh, behavior. Going back to what we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we wanted to ask Machi about um, how the study of comparative psychology fits into the general realm of science in Poland, and especially at his University of Warsaw. In our laboratory, we have long, long tradition from 1973, uh, the typical uh, um, animal behavior research with rats. Uh, because many, many psychologists used rats and, and the tradition, the Skinner tradition, uh, is, is very strong in, in Poland. And, uh, but uh, I'm interested uh, uh, the functions of mind, animal's mind, and I think uh, the, the, the um, only uh, laboratory study is not enough not enough for collecting this data and for example we uh, a few years ago uh, we tried to uh, uh, make research with a compar- uh, co- numerical competence with blackhead goals uh, in the in environment and and this is very very difficult but i think is is very important to find function of the mind i uh, not only uh, in lab in 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 artificial uh, uh, environment but uh, also in in uh, in really uh, in true in environment in research like this with amphibians or or with mammals like squirrels or badgers uh, we uh, work together with biologists with ecologists but uh, in the lab uh, we make uh, more uh, research like uh, comparative psychology and cognitive ethology and uh, this is in Poland very, very rare. 
and only in our lab we um, make uh, research like this for example with dogs with cats uh, uh, with rats um, uh, when we um, do research for example for numerical competence um, theory of mind and something like this We'd like to thank Machi for joining us on the Primate Cast. Yeah, and if for anyone who wants to find out more about his research, what he's doing in Poland, then you can click on the links attached to the news story which uh, on which you'll find this podcast. And join us next time where we talk to Dr. Raman Sukumar from India and hear a little bit about conservation with elephants. Thanks for joining us. You have been listening to the Primate Cast, a podcast series dedicated to the study and conservation of primates around the world. Brought to you by the Centre for International Collaboration and Advanced Studies in Primatology of the Primate Research Institute of Kyoto University. Visit us online at www.ciasp.pri.kyoto-u.ac.jp forward slash news forward slash podcasts and follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the primatecast and on Twitter at The Primate Cast.